Dr. Rigon Saud 521 FBC podcast, Facebook live stream, and YouTube channel. Today you are with me, your host Gideon Ibeni, and we are blessed to have a guest with us. And this is being uh, streamed uh, from Mukanyo Theological College, Johannesburg campus, where I happen to be serving on a part-time basis, but also my brother Ponjoli has just joined the faculty. And today we are going to be talking about um, church leadership. As you remember that we've been looking at revival and reformation and key to that revival and reformation in the church are biblical leaders. We read in the Bible from the book of 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 2, Paul would urge Timothy to say that you then my child be strengthened by the grace that is in Christ Jesus and that you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses entrust to faithful men who will be able to teach others also and Paul urges Timothy to share in the sufferings as a good soldier of Jesus Christ and no one who serves as a soldier gets entangled in civilian pursuits since he aims to please the one who enlisted him so that's what we find in second Timothy and what we are going to do today I'll be asking Pastor Ponjoli as to why is it necessary and why is it important for the church in Africa to have biblical leaders, not just leaders, but we are talking about biblical leaders, men who have devoted themselves to the word of God. And why is it vital that in the church we must be intentional? What are some of the pitfalls to leadership in the day and age that we're living in? Welcome, Pastor Ponyo. Thank you so much. Thank you. Wonderful. So tell us, uh, as as you 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 you've been serving uh, for how many years now in ministry? Uh, this should be my fourteenth uh, year. Fourteen years. Wow. Yeah, should be more than that. But probably, yeah, should be fifteen years. Yeah. Fifteen years. Yeah. So for the past fifteen years, Pastor Pagioli. So you tell us as to what are some of the dynamics of leadership that you have seen. What are the three maybe cardinal things? that any leader must devote themselves to? Uh, I think, first of all, we should understand that everything stands and falls on leadership. Mm. The condition to move forward, uh, to be able to um, reach uh, its objectives, it, it, it's about leadership. Leadership uh, um, very crucial, uh, very, very important in, in, in every organization. Um, and um, if you'd say dynamics, I would say that uh, the first one, a leader needs to be visionary. A visionary, okay. Visionary. Okay. Because without uh, a vision, then obviously uh, you not know where you are going uh, or what you have to accomplish. So leadership is about having visionary a vision that inspires, a vision that you know help others to see beyond how they see themselves and mm-hmm. attach that vision says, this is what we like to, to do. Mm-hmm. But also, not only vision, but uh, they should be able to articulate the vision mm-hmm. with the people. Mm-hmm. If, if, if you have to move the people to do what you uh, want them to, to accomplish, then you should be able to articulate that vision. Uh, so that people can join in into the vision, say that this is what we like to do, uh, and 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 also lastly, uh, I would say um, amassing resources mm. so that uh, you have uh, a good team that can be able to move uh, uh, 
across these things, I think they should be crucial in every other leader. Vision, being able to articulate that vision, but also ability to build a great team that will help that leader or an organization to accomplish what uh, they have got to do. Wonderful. So, as, 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 as you are stating those three aspects, when it comes to vision, when you are mentioning of amassing resources where a leader has to have the resources which is depicted so well like in the book of Nehemiah that we have been looking at um, the vision which is also depicted in, in terms of chapter 1 and chapter 2 when Nehemiah goes out and he, before he starts executing the task he goes and he, he makes investigation and he investigates as to what it will it take in order for him to uh, complete the task um, but, but then in, in that whole, in the three key cardinal aspects of what makes a leader, uh, what, do we, what would you say are the factors that would uh, be required for leadership here in Africa? As in, in an African context, um, where we find men, some who are abusing, which we are going to speak about, who are abusing the power, um, I, I think you, you've alluded to the fact that there are some who even uses the chieftain mindset and they bring it into their leadership where we lose the essence as to who is the head of the church. Uh, when it comes to the church then, in, in the church leadership, what would be some of those key aspects that you would say, you would recommend to say that these are some of the things that we need as a church in Africa? I think it, the, the, the principles that I've mentioned earlier, I think they're universal. They should as well be applied to the African context in terms of leadership. But not only that, but also we should also understand, especially when we speak from the biblical point of view, mm. uh, I think the reason why people have misunderstood leadership, uh, they always think that uh, it's a privilege uh, that one earns instead of a problem saying that uh, uh, it's something that which uh, one is called to save uh, when 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 you think it in the sense that it's a privilege that you uh, get people out or things out of people other than you know getting at a place where you have been privileged to save it, it, it brings out different outcome when you understood leadership as you're saving others and helping others be better and also uh, bringing out the best out of the, those people that you are serving, mm -hmm. then it changes everything. So in Africa, probably the problem is uh, the, some of the cultures that which we have inherited mm -hmm. uh, has, you know, distorted the mindset of leaders. Mm -hmm. uh, like you have mentioned that the example that I gave, I gave that people who are serving in church <clears throat> sometimes think, them, think of themselves as chiefs instead of saving mm -hmm. they are waiting to be saved mm -hmm. <laughs> so mm -hmm. it, it dis dismantles the whole uh, the whole uh, prospect of why people are in leadership position mm -hmm. but also we, we when we look into that we shouldn't only look one side I think uh, when we are talking about culture it's not one-sided because the one who enjoys being saved uh, is actually saved by others who have also misunderstood mm -hmm. uh, leadership, which means that there should be a demand also from the people who are, uh, who are following a leader mm -hmm. uh, in terms of accountability mm -hmm. and, and, 
and and how best that their leaders can serve them. Mm. So it's both sides. So those factors, I think, in African context, they need to be very much, uh, or rather, deliberately uh, looked into. Mm. Uh, that people have got a say uh, in how their leaders uh, are leading them, and they can actually sometimes uh, hold them in account in terms of how they are leading. Mm. So that's for me. That that would be. That would be the biggest problem in the church uh, in Africa, mm-hmm. uh, where people just take—I mean, leaders take people for granted that they can do anything, mm-hmm. they can make decisions without checking with anyone, mm-hmm. uh, and they can do things without actually um, being answerable to anyone. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the people usually would kind of, you know, either instead of you know holding that person in account. They would just maybe change to another church or go to another place. Mm. But I think we can do better if we would have systems in place, mm-hmm. systems in place that hold leaders in account. Mm. Yeah. What would you say is the role of the Bible in the leadership in Africa? Uh, if probably the, the the question sounds quite general okay. but if if I, if I have to nail down all the way to the church yes to the church uh, I, I think the first thing that which we would understand the role of the bible uh, in in leadership is how the bible has outlined has outlined the uh, yes. uh, the the leadership principles mm. um, i think the the best the best example would be our Lord Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. uh, especially in, in, in John chapter number uh, 13, 1 to 15, as he would go out and, and, and wash the feet of his disciples and mm-hmm. says, this, have you seen what I've done? Uh, the reason I've done that is that you should learn from me, mm-hmm. that just as I've saved you, go out and save. So the Bible utterly uh, pushes us to, to be servant leaders. Mm. That's one thing that the Bible brings out. Those who are called to lead, they serve. Mm. In fact, Jesus alluded to the same fact that if you want to be great among 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 each other, then you have to serve because those are the principles that the Bible teaches. But also, um, if I may stay there, one only understand being a leader when there is a call upon you. I think that's 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 a key. Uh, you, you don't just take it upon yourself that I am a leader. <laughs> uh, there has to be a response to the call that God has called you and there's a confirmation that God has called you to lead. Uh, that makes a total difference because then you, you understand that there's a greater master that I, am answer, I, I answer to uh, than the people that I'm serving. So the reverence goes to the master first. And because you, you 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 fear him and you honor him, yes. then you desire to serve well the people that you are serving. Wonderful. Yeah. So then, uh, what about the issues that we are facing of um, men who are purporting the gospel for their own selfish gains? Um, I mean, one man comes to mind, Shepard Bushiri, mm-hmm. who um, has outlined the. Um, worked for just for his own person again and um, he has done what the Bible demands that we should not do as ministers of the gospel or other men in Africa who are 
indulging themselves into sangomas and they are uh, purporting as if they are men of God, but if we are to examine and to see what they are actually doing, they are sangomas. What should we as a church um, in this hour do? Number one, I think we should understand that the Bible never encouraged people to get into relationship to, for, for, for personal gain. Mm. Uh, that's one thing that the Bible has warned again and again. And also, we don't get into leadership, especially from the... I, I mean, this is a verse that goes across the board, mm. not only in church. Mm. People don't get into leadership so that they can uh, self-enrich. Uh, like I've said, the leadership is about serving people. Serving people. And so uh, when people start to to put other priorities uh, as a drive to their leadership, then it messes the whole thing. Mm. Uh, for example, when you are thinking money and, and enrichment and, 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 and all those kind of things, that becomes your drive. Mm. That becomes your drive. And when that becomes your drive, you... Force, I mean, forsake all other things, all other principles that should guide you, mm. and look at that. Even at the expense of the same people that you are serving, mm. you, you don't care. In fact, the people become the tool to get you where you want to be. Mm. So, uh, the examples that which you have given, uh, people who are almost are playing uh, sangomas in suits, mm. and, 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 and you know, uh, almost you know. Uh, running organizations and call them churches when they are not mm -hmm. because then we, we all need to go back and say what is the church how do mm. people need to govern the church and you 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 find that there are a lot of things which are short uh, to call them church and and the fact that maybe they have you know blended it with the name jesus yes that doesn't make it to be uh something that people would call church so mm. No wonder uh, you you find them to do things which are contrary to the Bible. Mm -hmm. uh, Jesus is very clear about these things. He says, "You shall know them by their fruits." Mm -hmm. So the fruits should be able to point us to what kind of these people are they, and uh, what is their motivation, where are they taking the people to, uh, and, and and what do they really need to achieve, mm -hmm. and everything is on the wall. So. Um, those are the things that we should need to, to, to look at. But also, I sympathize with people because you should understand that, you know, uh, one of the scarce commodities, especially probably in Africa, <laughs> you agree with me, is leadership. So, yes. so when one uh, rise and, you know, uh, is able to attract people, and, and, and people might have, you know, a good faith. They might join things and force someone mm. out of good faith. Mm. Uh, but because the the one who is doing that have got wrong motives, uh, the abuse is always inevitable uh, because they don't have a purpose. They mm. don't have a purpose, so this is inevitable. So, so that that brings us to to, to our text that I, I just uh, read at the beginning, uh, Titus uh, Timothy two Timothy two two. Mm. Um, just Paul exhorting Timothy to um, entrust that which he has received to the men who are faithful, who are trustworthy. Um, and here is where I've been even for the past episodes, just encouraging to the vital role of. Um, biblical training in the last of the men in Africa and we've um, 
sort of like promoted a number of institutions like Lusaka Ministerial Training, Christ Baptist Seminary. Uh, we've also promoted um, um, uh, Central Africa Baptist University. And here we are at Mokanyo, um, a, a, a place where uh, I am part of, I've been part of for the past four years, um, which I'm convinced to say that in Africa we need to equip and to train men uh, for the work of ministry because uh, there are many who are called but yet they are not as equipped as they are expected to. What is your conviction in, in, in comes to biblical training or theological training? Because there are some who are there, even who are maybe watching us, they're like, uh, no, you guys, you don't know, but uh, when people go to Bible schools, they die spiritually or they lose their spiritual zeal. Um, what would be your exhortation to somebody who might be watching us now and they are um, wanting and hoping to go into a Bible school, but they are skeptical about what is going to happen to them spiritually or some who don't at all desire to be connected to any biblical institution or those who may desire to come but maybe they just like the, the exhortation what would you encourage them okay, so i probably should speak it in three folds uh, i i had an opportunity to meet um, cj mahani mm. and uh, that was in 2014 if i'm not wrong mm. uh, zero in the lord and uh, by then, we had planned that wounded family church, mm. and uh, I, I knew that this guy has been, you know, all seasoned, you know, pastor. He has been in the game for a long time, and I mean, the the accolades are out there to everyone to see. And then I put the man one question that I asked him: uh, "Want to plant a church? What would you advise for a young man like me to plant a church?" First thing that he said to me, he said, training, 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 go and do training. Hmm. Um, which takes me to the two last parts. Uh, I have privileged to be under a man who has been uh, constant in terms of uh, church, ministry, uh, and, and, and training other men, mm -hmm. uh, Pastor Felix. Felix Nika. Felix, Felix Nika. Uh -huh. Uh, the man that I would say I've learned a lot from him, mm. and just looking at him and how he would, you know, um, lead with care and love, and, and also uh, building up young, uh, upcoming um, men to, 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 to lead uh, has been so phenomenal. Uh, and, and having them the privilege to go to a Christ Seminary. Mm. on training mm. um, but by the, by the way we, we are both uh, graduates of Christ Christ Seminary. Yes. Yeah. Uh, going to Christ Seminary mm. uh, I mean looking at those men who are you know, godly love the Lord love their families they, they love to train and build up and prepare other men to train mm. that, that for me is the, uh, stood out so much the reason why I'm saying all these things is that we have, I'm speaking I'm from the background where people say that, you know, you, when you have a revelation from God, mm. from God, you don't need to be trained and all those kind of things. Mm. Uh, 
uh, I think it's a it's a huge mistake, mm-hmm. and it's, a, it's 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 quite shameful to be mm-hmm. saying that mm-hmm. because the scriptures are so very clear as well that we should love our God with all our mind, with all our heart, mm-hmm. with all our strength. Mm-hmm. Meaning, all those faculties need to give themselves to God, mm-hmm. and one of which is, is training. Uh, Jesus' disciples had to be with Jesus for three years, which is training. Mm. It is proven even the scripture when 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 Peter was standing before the Sanhedrin and says, "This guy was is unlearned. We know him as unlearned." Then they remember that he has been with Christ for three years. Says, "Oh, he had a rabbi, a teacher who taught him." Mm. Uh, so we we we. We should we should be we should have a highest regard to mm-hmm. training, mm-hmm. but you see, it's not only training. There are all those other fa- factors that one need to, uh, to 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 factor in as well. Uh, the call and, and, and truly, if you are called, you should desire to train yourself so that you can be effective. Truly, if you are called, you should desire to be trained. That's it. Mm-hmm. Because here's the reason. Mm-hmm. The reason would be. Um, you can be called we don't deny that you can have the fire as they would wish to have the fire yes, yes. but the work that which you are putting in and the effectiveness mm. and the effectiveness mm. will determine uh, if you are trained or not trained mm. okay mm. Uh, a person who is probably trained, he can put in the same amount of resources, same amount of effort, and the outcome might as well be something which is greater. It might not be greater in terms of how you see the outcome now, mm-hmm. but it might be greater in terms of how you count the years, how effective that can be. Okay, mm-hmm. so so in training. It, it helps you out in terms of organizing yourself, in terms of bringing out, you know, like-minded men around you that you can you to take on the work mm. after you, mm. uh, which which are some of the key elements that which we need in leadership and also even in understanding the importance of training. So we need training, especially here in Africa. We need training. Mm. We need training because we are a global center now of. Christianity, mm. uh, which means it, the, the, the more we train ourselves, the more we prepare ourselves to go out there where now, I mean, the, the, the Western country now are called post-Christian, yeah. Yeah. meaning soon we should be preparing African men and women to, to wow. go to such places as missionaries. Mm. And I mean, it would be hard for them to go there and communicate and do all these things when we do not have a proper training. So training if you have an opportunity i'd like to appeal to you please go ahead and do it uh yes jesus might we might we might leave as jesus is coming tomorrow but that does not forfeit us to have a proper training uh, in the bible in our leadership wonderful no then uh, that that really sums up as to uh, what what we were planning to talk about today even when it comes to church leadership it is vital it is crucial it is imperative uh, that for us as leaders if we are to be effective to devote ourselves in the scriptures but then for us to be able to devote ourselves and to be effective even not only in the teaching but also the application of the scriptures there is a need you can see there's a need for us to train 
So you can enroll with Mukanyo Theological College. You can enroll with Christ Baptist Seminary. If you desire to be sharpened in your preaching abilities, if you are watching us even from Malawi, there is a place there proclaimed. Kleets, Kairos, um, Kairos uh, International uh, Leadership Center. Yes. Uh, Kairos, where Kairos Leadership Institute of Theological Seminary. Okay, that's that's where you can you can be able to get your your training, yeah. and also we have a number of institutions in Zambia. There's a Lusaka Ministry uh, Ministerial Training there. There's a, a Central Africa Baptist University there in Zambia, and we have a number of those institutions. Also, we are going to be giving out and be uh, even promoting in the coming weeks. But from me, your host Gideon and Penny. It's been a blessing to be with you, Pastor Ponyoli. Thank you so much. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank Wonderful. You. God bless you. Brother. God bless you too. Thank you. Thanks. All right. Until next time, may the Lord God be with you. Thank you very much.